welcome, welcome to another episode. Gas Network presents Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Simolo. We're flying. T-Buggy, man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet. La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. We are back. Cam Newton style. I'm back. <laughs> I ain't taking no L's when I'm back, man. I come back for a dub. Hey, y'all know what it is, man. It's your boy at Bryce XXVII. I am the host for tonight. You know what they call me. Some call me Mr. Big Leaguer. My mama calls me her favorite gas panelist. Your mama calls me. I ain't going to go there. I ain't going to go there. Hey, I got the gang with me as always. Top right. Introduce yourself. Man, you know who it is. Loyal listeners, loyal followers. It's your boy, Young Rome 22 on all social media. Uh, if you're new, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, tap in. We got a great show for you tonight. Uh, it's time to kick off the holiday season, fellas, so let's do it in style. Hey, that's a.k.a. Coach Rome, a.k.a. Tuesday after <laughs> 9.30. He, he turns into the alter ego. Spicy Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom screen, introduce yourself. Hey, it's your man T Boogie, man. If y'all don't know who it is, don't know anything about me. Just know that I want you to wash your hands and wash your ass. It's pretty simple. Um, <laughs> other than that, I had a crazy weekend, uh, super busy. But uh, one thing I just want to get out there is uh, RP Young Dolph, man. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Memphis legend. So RP Dolph. Hey, but let's get this show started. Man, you facts, bro. We can't start the show. Without giving a huge RIP to, to young Dolph, man. Let's jump into that for a quick second before we even I think that's All a perfect right. way to start the show, man, with young Dolph. As we know, young Dolph was tragically killed. I think that was Wednesday, because we had the show two I think it was the very next day, right? Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, so Wednesday, Dolph was killed, man, in his own city of Memphis. You know what they say? They say most rappers die in their own city or get killed in their own city. It seems like a recurring theme at this point. Sad, sad to see all them songs. They just hit on another level now, man. What was you guys' uh, thoughts? I mean, obviously, we all, everybody, <clears throat> messed with off, but uh, let's just sound off a little bit on the on the, on the passing. I mean, for I'm, me, for me, it's just it's 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 one of them things that you you tired of hearing about, you tired of seeing, like <clears throat> you know, like it, it, like you said, it's a reoccurring thing. Uh, Rapper goes back to his neighborhood. He's supporting the neighborhood in all kinds of positive ways, countless positive ways. You know, uh, I believe they still did the turkey drive, man. All the all the boys out there. So shout out to them for for still doing that. Um, all, all kinds of stuff that you don't really hear about rappers doing. You know what I mean? You hear some of the songs, you hear some of the music, and you don't necessarily necessarily associate them with all these positive things that they're doing in their in their communities. I mean, even him just going to the the cookie shop um, that it was like. That that's that's big in its own, you know what I mean? In its own right. Like that, like they do a lot of things in their community that get overlooked and things like this happen. And uh I don't know, man. It's it's hard to even speak on sometimes because it's you, you really hate to see it. No, that's 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 facts. You you definitely hate to see it, man. Um and Dolph was, you know, a pillar of his community. Like you said, he was at the cookie shop. Uh, you know, just a a week before that, I believe, he was shooting a video saying, you know, whenever I'm in Memphis, uh, you know, this is where I get my cookies. Like, come out. It was a uh, black-owned business. Uh, from what I heard about Dolph, man, he owned a lot of properties, did a lot of goodwill. Like you said, he had the turkey the turkey drive. But uh, just it's, it's, uh, senseless, man. Every time you look up, 
man. It's the guy that's doing doing good in his community, man. You know, it just it just kind of puts you back in that place, like when Nip got killed in his own community. So, uh, tragic, tragic and senseless. But you know, you kind of just gotta celebrate Dolph's life at this point, and uh, you know, get paid. I, I I was a huge I was a huge Dolph fan. Uh, my man Mark actually put me on the Dolph and. I started messing with Dolph, Key Glock, band played the whole paper route empire. Uh, but yeah, man, huge loss for the rap game, huge loss for the city of Memphis, man. Uh, you hate to see it, but you know, uh, if you're looking at the internet lately, a lot of internet detectives have, have, have identified some suspects. So, you know, it's, I don't know if it's them or not. I don't want to cause no speculation, but it, it looks like they might solve this case. So that's always good to hear. Yeah, that is always good to hear, you know, and it's it's crazy because like I don't know, man, like there's so many, so many thoughts I got on this. So I'm gonna just push the conversation a little more. Like, why do y'all think it is that you know these rappers, despite what we see, despite the overwhelming evidence that bad things tend to happen in your city, why do you think these rappers stay in the city they're from? Like, do you think before I even give it, I just want to hear what y'all think about that. Like, why are rappers staying in their city? Obviously, they got the money to move out. You know, they can go somewhere where it's a little less hectic. You know what I mean? But it seems like a lot of these rappers want to be a mainstay, keep a presence in the city they're from. What do y'all attribute that to? Uh, I mean, I think that's kind of layered. I would even go as far as to say is a lot of rappers don't stay in the same city that they're from. They get money and they do leave. Um, there's a a portion of rappers that do that but there's also you know rappers that stay in their city and like Dolph or like Nip they stay there to support the city to bring you know really what they're doing is they're keeping the economy and things like that going in the city and I just feel like that's a, a very underrated thing that a lot of rappers hip-hop artists do for their communities that people don't speak on uh enough at all I feel that I feel that, but I, but like a part of me feels like it even goes a little deeper than that. Like, I mean, sure they probably do want to keep supporting the city, but I do. I, if I'm being a hundred percent, I feel like a part of it is a little like I don't want to say pride per se, but like almost that feeling of untouchable. You know, like I'm untouchable in my city type of thing. I mean, and, uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're both right. Yeah, I mean. I think I guess what makes me think about it, if I'm just being honest, you know, and I love Dolph, bro. Like, I, as soon as as soon as I heard this, I was literally in the whip, like, and I'm just banging Dolph track after Dolph track, cause like it's just one of the things you couldn't believe. I'm playing point point across my favorite Dolph songs. I'm just running that joint back to back the whole day, and then of course I had to run the hundred shots. A hundred shots. You know what I'm saying? And like a hundred shots, the song goes crazy, bro. But like the premise is kind of like. And I think I believe he was in Memphis when the hundred shots even happened. You know what I mean? No, nah, that was that was. I think he was in Charlotte. Oh, he was in Charlotte. I think, okay. I, I think okay. he was at CIAA. Okay, okay. So he wasn't in. All right, good. At least he wasn't in Memphis when it happened. But it's like, man, like, and I get it. That's a part of the game, bro. Like, you know, Fifty used to talk about got shot nine times. Like, that's a part of the game. But I don't know, bro. It just even that song just hits different, man. It's just tough. It's just tough. Bro. I'm tired of seeing these rappers die, especially ones that's nice, nice. Right, you know, because Dolph definitely made good music. I mean, like he put other artists on. He was independent. He was about his money. He 
You know what I'm saying? He, he was smarter than what meets the eye. Like, if you didn't know anything about Dolph, like, when I first started listening to him, I just thought, you know, regular rapper. I watched a couple of interviews. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, there's it's some substance behind, you know what I'm saying, the Same music. Yeah. But to answer your question, I think, like Rome said, it's layered. Uh, you got the guys that stay in the hood because that's where they're from. Like, that's that's home. You know, that's where your comforts are. Uh, that's where my mom is. You know, maybe you get enough money to take your mom out the hood, right? Did you get your cousins? Your cousin's still in the hood. Uh, okay, what about your friend? You got your friend out of the hood. His mother's still in the hood. So I think it's a lot of things that's going to tie you back. Like you really got to uproot and separate and, and 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 pull yourself apart if you say, I'm never going back. But, you know, like I said, some of that's pride too. Like who wants to feel like I can't come back to where I grew up? You know, who wants to feel like uh, there's a town where I can't walk? freely and be myself like you know so some of that is pride some of that is feeling bulletproof um he literally said i'm bulletproof his whips is bulletproof you know they didn't shoot him in the car they had to wait for him to get out um so it's it's like it's layered and honestly it's probably safer to just not be in the hood i know i don't <laughs> frequent where i grew up but that's where my that's where my family is so <laughs> so i go back you know because my kids got to see their family so you know, once every month or two, I'm back where I grew up. So um, I, I see both sides of it, but it's just Bro, tragic. I got to ask you, I got to ask you, would you take the Rari there? In the family junk, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm not I'm not pulling up in nothing camouflage. I don't play my music as loud. Um, and, it, you know, for, for real, like, it, it, nah, when I'm I was the same way, though. I'm the same like, way. It, it don't got nothing to do with being scared or anything like, but it's just a hood is a place where random uh, uh toxic violence uh just bad things can happen uh for no randomly reason. right just randomly so for no it could reason. be yeah you you be talking to a friend drug bus you know what i mean like <laughs> you know say drug, drug like <laughs> you know, it'd be like that though i'm bro. giving you i'm giving you real life you Man, know what i'm saying uh, i remember uh, i remember situations uh, a crackhead got shot outside my building one time, bro. Just, I remember it was like two in the morning. He'd be yelling at the building every morning. One morning, you just do, 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 do. He wasn't yelling outside the building no more after that, bro. Like, living in the hood is definitely different, bro. I've had some experiences. But I feel you, T. Like, I'm I'm the same way, man. Like, outside of family visits, I don't necessarily go back to my, to my old neighborhood, like, you know, just out the blue like that. And to answer your question, Bryce, I'm definitely not pulling up in the Rari, bro. Like I, I don't even like pulling up with the out-of-state tags, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think I think I think another thing too is like, you know, y'all not no disrespect to y'all fellas, because y'all somebody in your own right, but y'all not young dog to y'all's hood. You know what I'm saying? Like you get out the car, the whole hood not recognizing you, like, oh shit, they go, you know, they go dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like. When you got a certain a certain stain, like word travels fast that you out there. You know what I mean? It only take one person to see you. Next thing you right. know, the whole hood know you out there. Look how quick, look how quick the whole hood was outside once he got yep. once he got killed. You know what I mean? It went from everybody you know, went online. It was real yep. time, right? But at the same time, it's like they show next thing you next shot you saw, the whole block was flooded. Like, you know, everybody and even if you what even if you wasn't to get shot. The same amount of people probably would have showed up just if they heard he was at the cookie joint. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Dolphin, Dolphin in the corner at the cookie joint. Everybody outside now, you know? And it's like that level of attention that you bring for just for being somebody 
it's like you really got to be aware of that in these times once you once you make it to a certain level. And, uh, you know, a lot of times people criticize, especially in the rap game, they criticize these dudes for having bodyguards or having, you know, I know people are always going on Floyd May. Floyd May always got five, seven foot bammers surrounding them. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's for a reason. It's for a reason. I mean, you got to really watch yourself when you reach certain levels. And, uh, I mean, the, the dog situation is unfortunate, man, because like T said, this is a dude with substance, man. And this is a dude that had turned the page to where, like, he was focused on his family. You always saw Father. the shot of him and, his, him and his kid, you know what I mean? Like, his wife, you know, like, he, it's just it's just sad overall, man. Rest in peace, you, dog, man. You know, you know, his wife has a, um, uh, like, a nonprofit that's, uh, I think it's something named, like, Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. I, I believe she lost somebody to, um, you know, saying gun violence or something when she was younger. But, you know, it's just crazy that, you know, you got to go through that situation again. You got a whole platform against it. And, you know, you you literally out here trying to manifest something greater. And, you know, now you got to live this. You got to tell your kids. You got to, you know, try to explain to them why their dad's gone. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. You, you know, and, and it really also comes down to, like, the, the people – People and I'm not talking about young dog. I'm talking about people that did this or other people that do this. Like the the lack of valuing life, man. You know what I mean? Like people look at like people pull triggers like it's not permanent. You know what I mean? Like these things are permanent as hell. And like once it happens, it's no taking it back. You know, and this same dude that killed dog. Let's say they catch him, he sit behind the bars in 20 years. He gonna feel like an ass over killing dog. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just. And and what's what's crazy is you know they got the stills of the the two killers you know the two guys two black guys like those are somebody's sons those are somebody's you know probably somebody's niece uh, I mean nephews or brothers things like that it's it's just it's, I mean three sixty full circle is terrible and like you said they they're gonna feel stupid immediately right when the details came out I said this got to be some young guys like because of the lack of value of life how brazen of an act it was you know what I'm saying this is daytime in a uh, a popular spot that he frequents and you, and you did it in an easily identifiable bins. This is not, you know, you didn't have some random car that just kind of blends in. You, you, you know, you're in Memphis. You're not, you're not in New York, you're not in Hollywood. You got a, you got a nice bins, a white bins that kind of stands out. And what do you know? They caught the bins, you know what I'm saying? They end up finding the bins, but I just figured, you know, it's gotta be some young guys. Oh, bless you. I got you. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, man, like, here, man. yeah, right, 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 right. And, but yeah, man, the next group of guys, the next rappers, like, you know, maybe, maybe leaving the hood is what you're supposed to do. Maybe you're supposed to build a place for people to leave the hood too. Maybe you're not supposed to go back and fix the hood. I, 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 I was sitting with that thought today. I didn't really get to finish and think it through, but that's kind of just what was on my heart earlier today. Like, man, maybe you're just not supposed to go back. Maybe you're supposed to go forward. I mean, yeah, and I think you could fix the hood without being in the hood, man. Like, you know, like, you don't got to be there. You don't got to be driving it. You can visit. You can pull up. You know what I mean? You can even have a concert back you can't. there. You, you can't because then you have Enos Cantor saying, Michael Jordan only gives money to black people. <laughs> like, Enos like, Cantor, man. What a guy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, rest in peace, Dolph, man. You know, Dolph is that dude. You know, his legacy going to live on. I know he got about I say 10 to 12 tracks. I'm going to be bumping 
for a minute, man. You know, and, yeah. uh, you know, all the best to Key Glock. They was clearly like two peas in a pod, man. You know, they, they, you know, they cousins. Yeah, they real family. Like they yeah. real family, man. Like when, when things like this happen, T. I think you brought up a good point, T. Like the killers are somebody's son, somebody's brother. Like they not killers to everybody. You know, to somebody right. they they the homie. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's so many sides when something like this happens, but. In the day, man, we gotta start valuing each other as a people. We gotta, we gotta stop the senseless acts. And you know, rest in peace, young Dolph, man. I'm blasting you all week, bro. But, nah, for, all year I'm blasting Dolph, man. Rest of the year, man. R.P. to the homie. So, so uh, like let's five, keep it pushing. Like five more weeks. No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad, don't it? Get <laughs> my man, Dolph, dirty. <laughs> Give him a calendar. In my classics, uh, in my classic playlist, my classic playlist go wild too, man. I might let y'all check that joint out. Like one of the playlists you can listen from front to back. You don't got to stop. You don't got to skip no songs, man. All right. You gotta be nice to make a playlist like that. An unskippable playlist. You do. You do. You gotta be DJ level. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be some talent out there. Yo, isn't it crazy how like when it comes to DJing, like how? A DJ really controls the whole like atmosphere mm-hmm. of a party or an event or something like a good DJ to a bad DJ is so obvious, bro. Like, and they can mm-hmm. they can both play the same songs throughout the whole set, but timing is everything. The vibes, bro. It's the vibes. You gotta feel it, you gotta feel the energy of the crowd, man. Cause I know I've been a party and many a times you, you get to dancing, you ain't doing your thing, and then the, the song switch or the DJ start talking and you looking around like. Who who man is this? Like, yeah, the whole groove, man. Yeah. yeah. See, some DJs play what they want to hear. You know what I mean? And like other DJs play what you need to hear. And like, yeah, it's it's a Facts. fine line, bro. It's a fine line to DJ. That shit is an art, bro. That shit is an bro, art. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they even go to the guy with the aux cord, like you said, with that with that playlist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. T- typically, <laughs> I'm the guy in my friend circle, and, and I, I learned that early. You can't play what you want to hear. You gotta play right, with the people. They want to hear, yeah. That's such a fact, bro. Because you know, we all we've all been in somebody's whip where we riding, and they just like, oh, here, listen to this joint. Listen to this joint. Y'all on the way to like to the lituation. You like, bro, play that crack, bro. Don't play some. Don't play all this. You know this <laughs> shit that you like, man. Play with. You don't get it right for this. What we about to do? You know, right, I don't know. Facts. It's, it's an art. It's hard, bro. But I, I'm I am proud to say that you know I've had my moments where I just want to get my shit off when it comes to the aux court. But overall, bro, I'm gonna play what needs to be heard, man. Only so that's the only way. We need we need to bring back the gas playlist, bro. I was thinking that. I was I was thinking play, that with, play I, what these people need to hear. Because I I, I want to see Bryce Classic playlist. I, I I think that's what maybe has to happen. We got to rotate guys playlist and then let the streets judge. Okay. Nah, that's, that's real though. That's real. Yeah, that's actually a good idea, man. Cause like, uh, or we, yeah, maybe a little like ten song curated playlist from each gas panelist a week or something. And just keep each the, each keep week you off the show. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good that's, idea. That's a real good idea. Yeah. All right, so Rome, right. who off next? That's you, Rome. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can start us off. I, okay. I, 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 I find a little playlist right quick. All right. All right. That's good. That's good. All right, bet, bet, bet. <laughs> All right, so let's keep it pushing, man. We got uh, we, next thing we got to talk about. Everybody in the sports world is talking about it. It's T's favorite player, man, LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> Obviously, I'm joking. But hey, what y'all think, <laughs> bro? Y'all, we all saw it by now. The elbow hammer fist combination. 
that UFC spinning back fist that LeBron James hit on my man Isaiah Stewart. So it's one question about it. Was it dirty? Was it was it on purpose or was it an accident? I got to hear it, man. T, I got to start with you. I only watched the clip one time. So, I, you know, I, like I said, I had a busy weekend. I sold my house. I'm doing a lot. I'm coaching. I only watched the clip one time. But I felt like, yes, I felt like it was, I felt like it was dirty. I, I, I felt I, I didn't feel like he intentionally wanted to harm the guy, but I felt like he knew what he was doing. Kind of like, a, ah, you know, what I'm saying, ah, get off me a little bit, a little, little chicken wing, and, and it, it spiraled out of control on him. But I, I think he did it on purpose. Man, a little chicken wing, that was a three piece and a biscuit, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, buddy, he, he, gave my, he gave my man extra sauce, too. I mean, like, he, he didn't give him like Muay Thai, he wasn't, you know, what I'm saying. He wasn't grappling with him. He wasn't, but you know, I I, I thought he got him a little bit. You know, he I'll got be him. Honest, like the way that Jones split open, pause. I think he hit. I hit, I think he hit him with the elbow and the fist, Brian. Like one move. It was like one of those, <laughs> like one of them double. Like I said, you know I mean? double yeah, slap. Clubbed it. <laughs> yeah, the hell out of him. Somebody hit him double slap before, man. Almost like he got him with the double. Like that jump was crucial, bro. That was. Crucial. I mean. The, the, the way he responded, you you might be right because it was a lot of anger and frustration. A lot of anger and frustration. And, and the fist looked like it landed somewhere around the lip, right? But yeah. the eye was what was split open, which made me think like the elbow must have caught him first. You know that you know that pointy part of the elbow was split you over yeah. If you watch the UFC, right near the funny bone. <laughs> yeah, that elbow right, cut right. you open. Rome, nah, it's a fact. That's a fact. Nah, Rome, definitely. Think, man? Did you think that was? Uh, yeah, man. LeBron, that was that was pretty dirty, man. If you if you watch the video in slow motion, like he clearly looked first. Like he has a not a not a solid look, but like a quick like he sees where he's aiming, and then he catches dude. I don't think he meant to get him with the elbow. I don't think he meant to bust him open with all the blood. That's that's that was a terrible look. For the whole league, I don't think LeBron meant for it to go that far, but he knew what he was doing. Um, and to be apologetic after the fact, I mean, whatever it is, what it is, you know what I mean to to leave my guy leaking like that, but that was a dirty play. I'm surprised LeBron only got one game. I get my man went crazy afterwards and and trampled through some people, but in the end, I don't think he really wanted any smoke, man. It looked like he was trampling through all the all the little like coaches, and then when he got to the players, it was like. Boom! Magic wall just stopped right quick. I'm like, oh, okay, I calm down. Facts. But you know that that was that's my take on that. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I think I think that was one of the dirtiest plays I've seen from LeBron, and it was very unbecoming. And I think uh, you know, a guy who who makes Space Jam movies, I think you got a lot of eyes on you. I think you need to have some big apology. I don't know if he's had a press conference or anything like that yet, but uh, I think I think there needs to be something said by LeBron because uh, it's a bad look for the whole league. Well, you know, you, you for the whole league. Next, yeah, the whole second. image of my man bleeding everywhere, not trampling coaches, going crazy, and this <laughs> is all caused by LeBron. Like, LeBron can't be associated with this kind of stuff, man. You got to be above it if you want to be the king, man. Well, Ron, LeBron, you segue me, me into my next, uh, to my next question, man. Because we all know there's two sides to every story, right? So let's 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 sit in Isaiah Isaiah Stewart's shoes for a second now. I mean. Everybody's saying that he was that he was selling wolf tickets. He was wolfing. He was he wasn't really about it. But I don't know, bro. I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure about that. Because first off, first off, 
if you've ever been if you've ever been clocked in the face, you know, and I think most most grown men have got have got hit in the face. That at first hit before you initially fighting back, you know what I'm saying? If you get caught off guard with it. Now, if it's a head up and you saw it coming, that is what it is. But if you get clocked off a little bit of a sneak, bro, that's it takes a little second to get back to reality. I'm just being a hundred with y'all. Like you you first go down, you like, hold up, what just happened? You know what I mean? You like, oh, your bell go, when they say your bell rings, that literally that literally goes on. If anybody's never had their bell rung, I'm, I'm here to let you know your bell ring a little bit. So your bell like, gonna ring, you're gonna pick your head up. And the first thing you fit trying to figure out is what just really happened. Because <laughs> you really don't know, bro. You didn't see what happened. You don't know, right? You, you wonder what happened. So you're looking around. And I feel like Isaiah Stewart went through this. He got up. He's like, wait, what just happened? He's looking around. He's like, okay, I know I was next to Brian. He's like, all right, so Brian did this shit. And as soon as he realizes that Brian did it, now he sees all the blood. You don't see the blood. You don't know you're bleeding until you see the blood, bro. So you think it's sweat. Like, you think it's sweat at first. Right. So now my man like, hold up, bro. <laughs> oh, nah, bro. Now was, now was the issue. So I feel like my man went crazy at the right second. And at first, he was going up to Brian like, bro, what's going on here, bro? Like, what's the issue? Like, you know what I mean? You just stole me. You just stole me in my face. What's the issue? And it seemed like to me, Brian was copping out a little bit on some my bad big dog you know i ain't mean it whoopie whoop right and as he's trying to get them gather the information because i still feel like the birds are still flying around his head a little bit i feel like as he gathered it now all the other lakers want to you know puff their chest yeah. out i think i seen russ in the back like this russ, russ throwing the ones i'm like what is russ doing back here bro <laughs> like ad ad the tough guy to nowhere everybody tough man like everybody's tough now you know what i'm saying and I, now Isaiah Stewart's like, hold up, bro. I will wreck every one of y'all. Y'all, are you, are you? I'm already bleeding. I got nothing to lose now. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so Bryce, what you telling me is that Isaiah Stewart was gonna fight LeBron James on the court? You're telling me that he was so loop de loop out of it that he was LeBron. going to attack LeBron James? Like no, all that no. running through the coaches, he didn't run through one player. He didn't run through one player. He ran through a bunch of yeah, old. Mostly they're white men. Easy, they're a little bit easier to run through. But I mean, yeah, but, like, <laughs> nobody real. But what I'm saying is like, bro, I don't think his issue was really with Bron. Cause like, bro, if you watch the direction he was charging in, he never after he, after the initial like confrontation with Bron, it seemed like he was charging everybody else after that. It seemed like I saw him trying to charge Russ a little bit. I saw him going, I think maybe towards AD. I don't think he was really trying to go at Bron at that point. I think once you see red, bro, you like a bull. Whoever is that color <laughs> that you ain't messing with, you going after them, bro. And all the Lakers was tough guys at the time, bro. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that Isaiah Stewart was trying to fight LeBron, but I think Isaiah Stewart was ready to run the fade with whoever was like wh- whoever was talking, bro. At any at, at the moment, and just a little background on Isaiah Stewart. From what I read up on, he's a bo- he was a boxer all the way up through high school. A big ass boxer, bro. That's like that's like <laughs> man, like six eight, two fifty. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Look, man, I, I I hear you, but I I've been saying this for a long time, man. Basketball players do not want to fight. They 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 want to get mad. They act like they want to <laughs> fight in their own mind. They want to fight, but when push comes to shove, and it does in basketball, they they don't want to fight. We see football players punch guys with a helmet on. 
<laughs> like we see basketball players just they it, it looked like a rap battle, you know, say so a lot of tussle, a lot of a, a big crowd gather around. These guys are baseball players a fight, hockey players a fight, basketball players don't want to fight, man. Miles in the palace was you know, that was the uh, the one off, that was the exception to the rule. We got yeah, I don't but know, bro. Like, I, hey, I feel like everybody capping on my man Isaiah Stewart, bro. I, I think feel he's like a little more ready than they give him credit for right now. I feel like when you get hit with one of those, like, if the person isn't like super apologetic, like, then you're immediately annoyed. If it's just like, a, oh my bad, like a casual, my, my bad, bro. It, like you're mad. I feel like if it's, oh man, my bad, I didn't mean to do that. You know what I'm saying? If if it's over the top, then you say, all right, you know, he he ain't really mean it. But if it's just a you know, you, my bad. You, you are you, you, you tough, right? You know what I'm saying? People get that water every day. They clean you up, bro. Yeah, you right. up. I just think LeBron was apologetic in the moment, bro. And I think Isaiah Stewart was trying to hear him out. He still acting like, yeah, I, I get you. Sorry, but like, come on, bro. And it's it to me. Just yeah, like I watched it a few times. It seemed like the other Lakers around really instigated what? it. They were handing out texts to a lot of people. Even Russ got a text for throwing for throwing the ones up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you, if you think about it right, I got elbowed and you guys are protecting him. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like right. I, he, he, he hit me. I was chilling and now y'all telling me, like, stay away from him. Like, what you mean? I, I saw, I saw, I saw Melo talk about he ain't coming this way. Like, what are you talking about, Melo? Melo, the same guy I see throw a quick jab in the game and run 94 feet the opposite way. If it was a ring, he would have been backstage. Like, these basketball players don't want to fight, man. I think I agree with that. I don't think they really want to fight, but <laughs> I saw... I I'm saw, not saying they should. That's, that's my I favorite take from T-Boogie, man. I don't think basketball Isaiah players Stewart, don't want to fight. I don't think Isaiah Stewart didn't want to fight, bro. I don't think so, bro. And I get that, like, he didn't fight, which is probably the best thing for the league. But uh, I think if a Laker would have... Cause not like none of the Lakers was trying to break through nobody to come fight them, you know what I'm saying? So it's like if it would have got to it, I think Isaiah Stewart would have been the first one to throw a punch, bro. Like just the way it was looking, bro. Like well, he, looking. he technically he technically would have been second. Uh, good point. Now, <laughs> Rome, you also brought up another good point, man. The suspension. So let's talk about the was it deserved? One game for LeBron, two games for Isaiah Stewart. So you telling me? I get two games from my reaction, but the dude that stole me gets less. Yeah, I, I thought that was fair. Bro. I don't agree I thought, with this. No, nah, I, I think that's ridiculous. This. I think I that's thought that ridiculous. was fair. I thought it was fair. That's like, not fair. Rome, you just said it was a bad look for the league. Like he made it a, a whole spectacle, running around, dipping, dodging, swiping old guys out the way. Like you, if you're not gonna run over there and attack somebody, what are you doing it for? It like, is. Just, it is. But both players got to get suspended the equal amount. I think it should have been two games for both. LeBron. Like, it's, it's like it's like Bryce just said, man. The reaction wasn't for nothing. Like, his reaction was because LeBron elbowed him and hit, and, or hit him with the fist or whatever it was, a little double up, whatever. But, look, LeBron caused it, and I don't believe that it was an accident in the way that LeBron's trying to sell it. I'm not buying that. Maybe the NBA is buying that. Maybe they think, oh, you know, this was a genuine accident. I feel as though LeBron had a solid enough look and swiped around hard as hell. Like, you didn't mean to make the dude bleed, but you definitely meant to hit the dude. And that's two games. That's two games. Even if you meant to do it right, 
it it was within the the the, the play. It wasn't like a punch. So that's that's a flagrant at, at, at the most, right? So that's you know you ejection one game. Oh, I'm now we now we playing now we playing chess. We're not playing chess. We're not playing chess. I'm just <laughs> telling you the rules, Rome. Like the man elbowed him within the, the 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 game of play. Like he didn't do nothing crazy. He didn't trip him up. He didn't swing. He didn't grab his foot like Grayson Allen. He you know he elbowed him and the guy the guy went went crazy. Like I yeah, I'm giving. Come on, with the guy went crazy. The guy went crazy for. A legitimate reason, bro. His whole face was leaking. He looked like he just fought Terrence Crawford after LeBron, yeah. <laughs> after LeBron spinning back fist. Man, he didn't look like he was done a basketball game. Like he went a, a cool six rounder. I don't know, bro. I don't see why it's just one game for Bron and two games for for Stewart. I don't like that, bro. I don't like the precedent set. What do you mean, Isaiah? What 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 has Isaiah Stewart done for this country? <laughs> okay, so see, now we playing favorite. So we what, is play favorite. what is Isaiah Stewart? How many jerseys? Yeah, we can't. We can't. How many shoes he got? That. We can't do that. Yeah, what do you favorite, mean we can't? This this but is look, the world we live in. So the, so what? As, as you would tell me, T, what president are we setting? <laughs> we setting a president with a president where you cannot touch the NBA stars. Gilbert, Gilbert oh, Arena said on, it. Man. You can't. Touch you can't him. touch. He never. That's the problem. He's not the one that touched anybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So my man getting the, he getting two games for his reaction with a man right. that actually touched somebody getting one. He made it seem like he wanted to harm the face of the league. We can't do that. What type of precedent are we set where we don't protect the face of the league? Come on, bro. All right. All right, Tim. Isaiah Stewart on the next LeBron conversation. Look, Isaiah Stewart. If Isaiah Stewart uh next week was playing basketball in Turkey, you wouldn't even care. If, if LeBron wasn't playing basketball next week, the NBA would not be the same. There's going to be a lot of angry fans because I'm pretty sure the game he's missing is uh, in the garden. So, I got LeBron on, on my gas uh, fantasy basketball team, and he don't deserve no suspension. Not <laughs> See, one. Now, now, now we know where it's coming from. I, I knew it was the reason T was defending LeBron. Something something wasn't right. Come on, I mean, I right. love these, these, this unreasonable suspension caused me to lose uh, uh, two weeks and and in fantasy because of you know how how, how our, our commission over here has the rules set up you know so one bad week equals two and that 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 was thanks to Isaiah Stewart being reckless. Man, shout out to Isaiah Stewart, man. I feel like my man be getting everybody. Man, it just proving to me that everybody love and I don't get me wrong. I like LeBron James, bro. I'm a basketball fan. I, I appreciate his contribution to the game. But bro, I can't stand for everything a man does, even even when I see wrong. This Isaiah wrong. Stewart is going down in history as the man that got elbowed by LeBron. He ought to thank him. No, nobody would have known. Nobody. He, he's a household name now. But it, two games Stewart is well worth it. Too man, he nice, bro. If I was him, I would I would auction off that that bloody jersey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make a little. It, this this jersey was touched by LeBron. This blood was leaked by LeBron. Like, make, make some money. <laughs> you sound like you would buy the jersey. For real, I'm not. You know, I, I don't really care for LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I don't so know, not, bro. The way it sounds, it sounds like you want that jersey. Like, you're going to wear if, it on the show. If it, if, if, if Giannis elbowed him, I'd buy that jersey. <laughs> if it was Giannis, yeah, I'd I, I pay the auction. Like, yeah. But I don't want no LeBron jersey. You know, my king. Man, all I'm saying is, bro, LeBron deserved more games than Stewart. I don't care what nobody say, bro. My man had a reaction about to get his face split open. If you don't got a reaction to getting your, your face split open, man, 
I don't know what I don't know what kind of man you are. If you have zero reaction, if you get your Facebook open, you just go next play. Nah, bro. I, I don't even want you on my team, bro. I want that energy on my team, man. Get go crazy after somebody spit your face open. LeBron spit somebody face open like this. My bad. Look at talking to the refs. Like, look at him. Look at him. Come on, bro. Because he knew he, he knew he messed up. They should have gave like, him both damn. two games. I could have respected that. But, I, I I feel like all right on a serious note. I feel like uh. He got two games. It, it probably should have been even, but like if he gets two games, I think the respectable thing to do would for LeBron be man, pay that man fine and reimburse him for whatever he lost. And, you know what I'm saying? Call it square. Yeah, nah, that that would be the respectable thing, man. Like like I said earlier, I think Bron does need to be kind of how T you were saying he's the face of the league. He needs to step out in front of this and uh just own it. You know what I mean? Be like, look, that's not the kind of that's not the way the NBA needs to be portrayed. That's not how I'm trying <clears throat> how I'm trying to portray the NBA. And all that kind of stuff, you know, because LeBron has taken on the uh, the clean-cut image of being the face of the NBA. So this is a bad look. That's a great hey. point. That's a great point, Rome. Because let's just say this was Jordan doing this. Jordan can't apologize. You know what I'm saying? That's not his energy, bro. His energy is unapologetic. But Bron's energy has always been, you know, high road energy. You know, I'm the bigger man energy. Like, yeah. so I guess if you're LeBron James, you kind of do got to get out in front of it and, you know, Try to represent yourself in the league in a different manner, but uh, and then if you don't do that, now you're not being authentic to the yeah. guy you portrayed yourself to be. So you kind of need to rock in the hard place if you Brian. So we'll see. Yeah, see how he reacts going forward. All right, let's keep it pushing, man. Let's keep it pushing. Uh, weekend NFL action, fellas. Weekend NFL action, man. Let's talk about a few games. Talk about a few things. I think a good spot to start with this is the Cowboys. This is the team, you know, this is a team that a lot of people have been, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, sucking over the last few weeks. You know, they've been they've been loving the Cowboys, bro. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, this is my Super Bowl underdog, so yeah. Yeah, it's T Super Bowl underdog, you know, so uh, <laughs> they're looking more and more like an underdog as the season goes on. Yeah, uh, I didn't even know we picked Super Bowl underdogs, man. Nah, this is I, think something T, I, I think T just threw that one out there to try to get, <laughs> get ahead of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, for, for roll the tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can roll the tape on that. But uh, Cowboys lost to the Chiefs, man, and it was ugly. I think the Cowboys only finished with, was it nine points? Rome, was it nine? Uh, yeah, Dallas only had nine. Bro, you, the, you tell me you scoring nine points? You got C.D. Lamb. I know Amari Cooper was out. But you still got CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dak Prescott, who everybody was anointing as one of the top quarterbacks early this season. Nine points against the Chiefs defense has been struggling all year. So my first question in today's NFL recap, or are the Cowboys – should, should I go grab one of my forks, fellas, and put a fork oh, in them? Yeah. What y'all think, man? Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Man, definitely go get a damn fork, man. The Cowboys have always been a fugazi. They've never been a real – uh, contender. That's why when T said it, he said Super Bowl underdog. <laughs> Big underline under the underdog <laughs> because Dallas ain't winning no damn Super Bowl, man. Dak ain't competing with none of the real greats out here. Dallas has been beating up on mediocre teams all season. Uh, before before the game on the uh, Fox bo- broadcast, Terry Bradshaw said that Dak Prescott was better than Pat Mahomes. These are the these are the analysts that some of y'all are out here listening to. Please just tune in to Gas Sports for the Culture so we can steer you guys back on the right track. 
Dak Prescott is nowhere near Pat Mahomes. That's why he went out there and had a stinker of a game. The Cowboys are a joke. Uh, Bryce, when you get a fork, bring me one. I guess we eating Dallas Cowboys for dinner, bro. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, all they're going to do is, you know, turn the gas and hear Rome say that uh, – Justin Herbert is better than uh, Pat Mahomes, but that's cool. Pat Mahomes. I didn't say I didn't say better. I said they're comparable. But <laughs> all right, man. you know that's a story push, for another day. Roll the tape push for another day. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, nah, I, I'm with you, bro. That's crazy. It's crazy talk. Terry Bradshaw always talk out the side of his neck or out the back of his hairpiece. I don't know how you want to put it. <laughs> but uh, T man, what you think, man? You, you're your underdog. You think they done, bro? The Cowboys gonna be able to make a little push at them. No, nah, I think they. I think you. You know, it's about getting hot at the right time. You you never want to peak too early, and losing to the Chiefs isn't isn't crazy. I mean, they played a bad game, but who hasn't thus far in the league? You know, is there one team that hasn't laid an egg? And the Chiefs are some other people's Super Bowl pick. So you know, to lose to a potential Super Bowl team, that's not it's not crazy at all. We just watched the Rams lose to the 49ers. We just watched the uh, uh, Buccaneers lose to Washington Football Team. So I think. The Cowboys losing to the Chiefs is, I think that's okay, you know, especially shorthanded. I think, I, I think that's fine. All right, respect, respect. I mean, you know, it's fine. And and I I don't think uh, Dak is that far from Mahomes, like as far as quarterbacks play, arm talent, sure, but just playing the quarterback position. I mean, you're talking about Dak and Kellen Moore versus Mahomes and Andy Reid. Uh, I think that that's a different level of coaching, a different level of guidance and leadership and and Dak has had had to get it out of the mud I mean his his first offensive coordinator just got fired so I mean Dak has had to had to kind of grind his way to that spot he, he's coming back off an of injury and and you know when his weapons are out there he, he looks fine so I, I'm not taking anything from that Cowboys game other than it was a bad it was a bad night for him all right I can buy that I can buy that we had to keep a close eye on the Cowboys moving forward you know I'm they're quote-unquote America's team. It seems like they always talk about whether they're doing good or bad. So we'll keep an eye on them going forward. Uh, you brought up a next, the next point in this uh, this NFL recap. That's the Giants. Too bad G not on tonight. I was talking <laughs> about how Primo going to owe me that $100. But uh, Giants just fired Jason Garrett, man, after a little over a season and a half as the offensive coordinator. He's only responsible for 42 offensive touchdowns in, a, in over a season and a half. Averages out to about 1.5 touchdowns a game. That's just not good <laughs> enough if you're an offensive coordinator, bro. If you're an offensive coordinator, you're only getting me one and a half touchdowns a game. You're not my offensive coordinator for sure. And uh, I think the Giants made the right decision. It only took them a year and a half to realize they had to get rid of Jason Garrett took the Cowboys an entire five years. So <laughs> respect to the Giants for figuring that out quick. What did y'all think about the firing, man? Is it pretty much over? I mean, obviously it's over for the Giants season, right? But what, what was y'all's first reaction with the firing of Jason Garrett? Uh, it makes sense, bro. It's just the right thing to do. Um, it don't, you can lose with anybody. I could be the offensive coordinator for one and a half touchdowns a game. We don't need to pay this guy millions of dollars to lose. And if you clear it out now, uh, you get first dibs at uh, the next coaches. So, you know, Giants get, you know, playing a little 40 chess there, get ahead of the curve and start start looking for the, the next coach, the next officer coordinator, head coach, whatever you may be, next quarterback. But start now because you know the season's over. Uh, Lions should be doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
for me, it doesn't move the needle at all. I mean, it's Jason Garrett. Who cares? Uh, football in New York right now is a complete joke, at least at the the pro level. Um, so I mean, yeah, like who 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 really cares if they move on from Jason Garrett? Like T said, they're doing it at the right time, uh, and it, it's good that they did it just in time for him to enjoy Thanksgiving, give him the holidays. You know, you know don't hold that man hostage. <laughs> Have a turkey running. with your kids. <laughs> That's a rough Thanksgiving, man. That's the only thing people are gonna talk about at the Thanksgiving table. You know, they're gonna be blessing the food, thanking the Lord for your for your NFL, your short-lived NFL uh, offensive coordinating career. But I mean, uh, they, be be they better be. Shoot, it's a million-dollar house. <laughs> Thanks to these one point five touchdowns, they better be thankful. Right. <laughs> one point five touchdowns for right. a bag. All right, it'd be one point five plates for. You. Very by <laughs> no seconds. Uh, somebody brought up the Lions. The Lions almost put off the upset over the weekend, but they fell short to the Browns, I believe. But another team that did pull off the upset, the Houston Texans, over the Tennessee Titans. The Titans not looking right without King Henry, as we all probably could have predicted. And guess who looked terrible, man? Guess who continues to look terrible? Good old Ryan Tannehill, 52 passing attempts, four picks, and one touchdown. It's a lowly game. And when you lose into a team like the, the Texans, who really couldn't barely buy a victory this season, it's ugly. Rome, Titans, should I go grab another fork for you, sir? Um, Is Derrick Henry coming back? Okay. If not, then yeah, man, they they done, bro. They done, done. Um. I barely believed in them with Derrick Henry. Bryce, I know you were you were always banging the drum for Derrick Henry. Uh, but without Derrick Henry, the Titans look pretty, pretty weak. And the AFC looks kind of wide open. It almost looks like uh, Mahomes and them boys are going to get hot at the right time to uh, to make a run, possibly, in the AFC. Try to tell y'all boys, man. We all were sleeping on Pat. Pat Try to, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you were a uh, Titans Super Bowl pick, right? No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. Go ahead and run that tape. Go ahead and run that tape. inception on us real quick. The team that I had going to the Super Bowl is still very much alive, and that was the Buffalo Bills from the AFC. All right, all right, all right. I knew it. Go ahead and run that tape for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they just got punished too. But... They did, but they still well and alive in that. But go ahead and run that tape. You know what I'm saying? Nah, Tennessee's done. I, I think the coaching is trash. Uh, you you didn't you questioned the coaching even when Derrick Henry was there. Uh, having Ryan Tannehill throw the ball fifty two times, I'm sure that wasn't the game plan. But uh, signing Adrian Peterson, terrible decision. They just cut him. Um, that that team doesn't know what to do, man. Uh, <laughs> it, it's a wrap. And if Derrick Henry is the focal point of your offense, you're not going to try to like you you're not you don't sign a back that can like maybe kind of be him, be Kmart Henry something. They don't have no answer. <laughs> They signed Julio, who if, you, if you've been listening to me, I told you, this guy's old. Don't do it. Don't draft him in your fantasy. Julio's not playing. Uh, A.J. Brown's a dog, but his quarterback is average. His, his quarterback is, is – he, he, he's pretty much uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, you know, with some, with some more career starts, you know what I'm saying, with some experience. So uh, t- Tennessee's dumb, man. Put a, put a fork in him. Uh, dig a six-foot hole and – Dump him in a dump him in a grave, man. Put some dirt on him. I can I I cannot disagree. And I you know what? 
looking back to when Tannehill was on his little run when he first got with the Titans and everybody started sucking him for no reason, if you ask me. <laughs> but uh, Tannehill was using his legs a lot more, bro. Tannehill was at his best when he's giving you the dual threat. If Tannehill's not running around a little bit, I'm talking about even from his Texas A&M days. Like, I remember Tannehill. He was always a runner. In fact, I think he used to be like a receiver or a tight end. He was a wide receiver. Yeah, so like Mm -hmm. dude got legs, dude's athletic, but he's dropping back, throwing it 52 times, running twice for three yards. That's not who you are, Tannehill. That's never who you've been. So it's like it just just doesn't make sense if he's really trying to win the game. Like it's like quarterbacking is twofold, you know. It's about doing the right thing in the moment. Don't get me wrong. It's about being a good passer. Everybody wants to be able to pass the ball. But it's really about doing the right thing in the moment, you know. And uh, Tannehill just wasn't – he's not able to do that without Henry, clearly. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got to win with whatever your skill set is at quarterback. You know, for Brady, uh, it's not athleticism. For A-Rod and Mahomes, it's, uh, you know, a little bit of athleticism. For Lamar, it's all athleticism. Like, you know, you got to win with what, you know, the the tools you have, you know. It's for Jalen Hurts. It's a lot of athleticism, you know. Uh, That's just – it's not, that's not a knock on these guys, but that's, you know, the truth. And if Ryan Tannehill wants to go out there and throw 50 times, I'll bet on the other team every time. Same. Yeah. Same. All right, so last uh, last stop on the NFL recap. We got to go to North Cack and Lackey, man. We got to go to Carolina one time where Cam Newton, the Superman of Carolina, the, the, the prince of, Carol- of the Carolinas, <laughs> made his return. I mean, made his return. And honestly, he looked damn good. I'm not going to sit here and lie. You know, Washington football team was able to get the W on the on the arm of Taylor Heineke, uh, on the precision of Taylor Heineke. He made a lot of clutch plays down the stretch. But Cam looked like he was rewinding the time a little bit. I ain't seen Cam move that fast in a minute, bro. That was not the same Cam in New England. I don't know if they just – we're doing the things he's good at, or whatever it was, simplified the playbook, or what. But Cam Newton looked look good. T, I see you shaking your head, man. What's up, bro? Man, what a what a what a joke of a game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and and, and honestly, I I didn't see the game, but I, I you know I heard about it. I, I watched I watched some clips. I, I read some some uh you know the, the reporters. they all their little write ups after that. I, what a joke of a game. Uh, Ron Rivera. Uh, goes back and beats this sorry ass team that he put together. Like, <laughs> like I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with that at all. You put that bum ass team together and then you found a way to beat them. Congratulations, Ron. And then on top of that, then and, and and now the whole city has hope. That that's another thing I noticed. The, the Washington <laughs> football fan base has some sort of hope because they were able to beat the team that they that their average coach put together. It's, it's nonsense. Like and Cam Newton playing good. Who predicted that? Me. If you're gonna, if a if a guy is gonna have a good game, who's it gonna be? It's gonna be on Washington. Uh, no Chase Young. Uh, how did defense look, Ron? That's what I want to ask. How did defense look? Honestly, the defense looked um, how they how we expected them to look really at the start of the year. When Bryce says that Cam, oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. My bad, not to cut you off. Are you telling me they look better without Chase Young? That's all I want to hear. They did not look better without Chase Young. That's oh. not. That's not. You. Oh, you. you okay. Yeah. See. I thought. You that, I thought. That, I thought. I, I, my bad. My I, bad, my I bad. remember you said that last week, so I was. Mm-hmm. You know. I was getting. Yeah, it I, I had to double back. Okay. Yeah. No. No. You. You. Yeah. Yeah. But look. Look. When when Bryce says that Cam Newton was was having a good game, 
he was really having a great game, man. Like Cam Newton looked better than he's looked in three, four years, and that's that's for sure. Um, but it just wasn't enough. It, it wasn't enough because you know who's looked better than they've ever looked? Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke was out there balling, man. He was out there running to his left, throwing back to his right, finding third string tight ends for first downs, man. He's he was doing everything that you would like to see from a starting quarterback. And uh, if he can be consistent and keep that going, Washington's going to have a hard decision. I'm not saying that he's he's guaranteed to be some starting quarterback, but I'm saying if he can put st- keep stringing some games together like he has these last two, Taylor Heineke is going to be around or be around for a while. I think he's the second best quarterback in the NFC East right now. I'll take him over Jalen Hurts over Daniel Jones. Um, but it's funny that you said what a joke of a game because to me that was the most exciting game of the whole week. It was my favorite game to watch. I watched a few games last weekend, um, and this was easily my favorite, man. I, last week on the show I said it. Uh, you know, I didn't know where my heart was going to lie. Big Cam Newton fan. Obviously, Washington is my squad. So this was like a dream. This was like a dream for me, man. Like it, it couldn't have went any better. It's certainly Washington a dream. On a, on, a, <laughs> on a sack on the last play, man. It was great. It was great. And uh, yeah, man, you better watch out, T, because you know your 49ers are trying to go on that playoff playoff run. But I think the Washington football team is right there too, man. I think we both gonna be competing for that seventh seed, my bro, my boy. These are two very bad teams, man. Like. I, I, you guys didn't know me a long time ago, but have you ever seen me play church league? I was a dog. I, blocking shots, triple doubles. Pastor got a high because the ball, I'm blocking it out of bounds, all sorts of stuff. 25, 9, and 10. I'm going crazy. <laughs> church league. Like, that, like when, you, when bad teams play each other, I don't draw anything from that. Like, of course Cam was supposed to have a good game. Of course Taylor Heineke was supposed to play his best game. Like, yeah, they're still okay, pros. so you don't draw anything from Heineke having a good game against the Buccaneers and then having a good game against the Panthers. He had a good game against the Buccaneers in the playoffs. It, it, that might just be a style of matchup thing. But what do you – he didn't have a good game against the, the Saints. You know what I mean? Like, this guy, to be fair, I like Heineke. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't want that to be misunderstood. I, technically, this is his rookie year, right? I, I like him. If, if this guy was a, a, a third-round draft pick, the city would be excited about him, and rightfully so. But the reality is he's not a third-round draft pick. He's some undrafted guy from a league that I don't know if it still exists. And I don't think, you know, he, he, I don't think Ron thinks he's the guy. So I, I'm not drawing a, a much from this. If, if this, I want the Skins to win, or Washington football team to win, I, I like the city when Washington is winning, so there's more parties, more food, everything's festive. I hope they do win, but I can't draw that from Ron Rivera going to beat up beating up on a team that he created like like he put the blueprint to these bums together and then he dismantled them with a three-point win that's how much you want they, about, right they went into the game with the number two defense but bums go ahead go ahead Bryce, Bryce jump in here man jump in here. I, I, that's actually the point I was gonna make you know they are the number two defense the defense before that was the Bucks who pretty damn good defense Taylor Heineke took both of them out I'm not here to say Taylor Heineke is a world beater. I think he has definite flaws as a quarterback, does not have the strongest arm. But one thing he is is a gamer. He's a gamer, man. And like I just was talking about Ryan Tannehill, a guy who I think couldn't be a gamer but doesn't know when to game. You know, part of being a gamer is knowing when to do what. You know what I mean? It's having the feel for the game. And I think when Taylor Heineke is playing free and he's playing, you know, carefree, you, you really see that game inside come out of him. And I think he's shown that over the last two weeks. We'll see if he can keep it going. 
Rome getting in his spicy bag, talking about Washington gonna be there for the for the wild card. I'm not. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I can see. I see how that could happen. I see a path for it. I'm not ready to go that far yet. I still think they got they got a little more proving to do for me because it was just some games. Uh, these last, I say six games. It's some games you just shouldn't lose. That Broncos game you shouldn't lose. That Saints game it shouldn't be that ugly. That Chiefs game, you never, you didn't really give yourself a chance. So it's just some games where I look at it and it's just like I don't, I don't see how I can really, you know, really get my hopes up for a playoff run. But I will say, if it does, if it did happen, I would not be shocked. I would not. Yeah, be I mean, if, if this is a rebuilding season, which I know most Washington fans didn't brand this as a rebuilding season coming in, uh, especially on the heels of a, a playoff appearance. But if this is truly a rebuilding season, it's not it's not going that bad. I, I don't think it's going that bad. I think, you know, you you at least have a backup quarterback. At the very least, you have a backup quarterback. You know no, what I mean? That's, that's true. The, that's true. The, the, the offensive line is kind of banged up. You, like you said, it's number two defense. I don't really want to kill kill them all the way. Uh, offensive line banged up. I, I haven't seen Curtis Samuel. I don't even know if he's still on the roster. Um, he, might, he might make an appearance Monday. Waste some money. Yeah, he might make an appearance. I'm not a fan of the rebuilding seasons in any sport, man. I feel like it's a professional sport. Everybody got a professional job. I don't got time for no rebuilds, man. I don't (laughs) think any fan should have time for a rebuild. Rebuilds to me shouldn't exist because, like, a rebuild takes – you can rebuild in a few games to me in the NFL. Like, how often does a team go from nothing to something? I don't got time for a rebuild. And they do think there's a rebuild season – and I then we should get rid of Rivera right now. And then he be talking that loser talk sometimes, in my opinion. That uh, you know, that that rebuild talk to me is loser talk. It's giving yourself an excuse to lose. And I don't got time for it in any sport. And I don't think any fan should, honestly. So I look no at matter. it like this. I look at it like this. In the NFL season, you got you got three separate seasons within the season. You got the first half of the season where you're, you know, you got you go teams go on streaks or whatever. You got the second half of the season where teams make a push for the playoffs. Then you got the third season, which is the actual playoffs, where some teams sneak into the playoffs and then just get hot and go on runs. We we've seen that with the Giants before, where they've had poor regular seasons, get into the playoffs, and then make it all the way to the Super Bowl. So like Washington and Ron Rivera teams historically have been that middle of the road team where they make that push to get into the playoffs. So I think I don't think Ron really went into it as a rebuilding year. I think he feels like they're closer than they look because I don't think they look as close as he thinks they are. But um, I feel like, you know, Washington has a strong chance, much like the 49ers, T, to make a, a good push for the uh, for the for that seventh seed in the, in, the, in the NFC. Especially with that extra game. I'm not mad at that. I just you know, I, they went to the playoffs last year, and I still thought they weren't that good of a team. So anything can happen. All right, all right. Well, let's get into uh, as we move through this NFL recap. Let's look, let's look forward a little bit, and let's look forward to Thanksgiving. These Thanksgiving matchups. I, for some reason, we have to start with the Lions, bro. I don't know what what contract is written into that the Lions have to play on Thanksgiving. Every bro. Thanksgiving, but man, it's crazy, bro. Like, why y'all got to ruin my turkey day with the Lions every? I don't want to see the Lions at, on TV. But at least they put them early. You know what I'm saying? Get them out the way. <laughs> Get the families out the way every yeah. time, bro. They can be yeah. early game. We ain't even gonna be in, at the at the crib yet to eat by the time the Lions on. But they they at twelve thirty versus the Bears. Oh, whatever. We're not gonna talk about that game too much. But let's get to the next <laughs> one, man. Raiders Cowboys. That's that's gonna be a decent game. The Raiders are another one of those teams that 
Started kind of hot. I think the Raiders were getting a lot of love from the gas community. I was never really feeling them, but I do remember the Raiders getting some love from gas. Raiders, Cowboys, yeah. who y'all got? Cowboys. Cowboys, easy. Easy? I don't know. Easy, uh, very, very easy. That... What's the line? What's the line on it? What's the line? <laughs> I'm going to just got the line. I'm going to just have the lines on deck, huh? <laughs> I'll give you the line. I'll give you the line. I'll give you the line. The line it's, it's seven seven and a half cowboys. Oh wow. Total, wow. I thought I thought Cooper and C D was on it was on the injury report. The total is fifty one. Yeah, seven and a half cowboys. Oh, so they think the cowboys gonna blow them out for real. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I I would think the Raiders to cover, but I Thanksgiving, man, Dallas. Dallas is probably gonna get this dub. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna rock with Dallas for the for the for the win. All right, somebody gotta go with the upset. Give me the Oakland Raiders. I'm going they're, with Derek Carr, man. He got the Las Vegas. Car, oh yeah, they are the Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. Hey, but look, Carr gotta redeem himself, man. Like something gotta give. I made the. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, bro. But I needed a. I needed a player in my money league, bro. And I, I searched all the waiver wires. I had hella guys on bye week, hella injuries. And for some reason, my nut ass stumbled upon Brian Edwards. And I started Brian Edwards, bro, because I just – I overthought it. And I was like, all right, well, he's gotten at least 10 points. And this – I don't know what the hell I was thinking. He got zero points last game, bro. So it'll be just my luck. The day after I cut Brian Edwards, he going to end up – mark my words, Brian Edwards probably going to go for two tuds. And 200 yards after, you know, he just lost me my damn money league for the week, for last week. But, uh, yeah, now, nah, good point, man. The rug stuff and the Gruden shit, they, it, it really did break the team morale. But I feel like this is the type of game that the Cowboys will lose, bro. Because, like, every time the Cowboys start off hot and they get all the hype, nut-ass shit just starts happening, bro. And losing to the Raiders just seems in line with that, something that will happen. Well, CD Lamb – CD Lamb is still in the concussion protocol. I think Cooper's on like the COVID list. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they still got Dallas at seven and a half. Maybe they're assuming these receivers are going to play. If neither one of those guys play, I, I kind of lean towards the Raiders. But I mean, everybody keeps telling me Dak's that guy, so he's going to have to he's going to have to pull this one out, man. It's Thanksgiving. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a bounce back game on a short week. You know, typically a short week. Uh, the team that just has the most firepower, you know, can can just go out there and out football you. But I, and I think Dallas is the better team, top to bottom. What what I do think is going to happen though is Dallas has a lot of young players that don't, you know, they haven't really experienced a, a ton of national games. So you're you're on a nasty televised game on a holiday. I think you could expect to see Diggs get a pick. Uh, Michael Parsons go crazy. He'll probably get a sack. Um, so I think that defense is what's going to carry the team. Like I said, the Raiders' offense is certainly broke. Uh, it was it was stumbling with Gruden, and then you took the guy that was helping Waller. You know, no rugs. Rugs was getting over the top, stretching the defense, and allowing Waller to eat. And now we we haven't heard much out of Waller either because there's no one opening up space for him. And I I don't see how they how they get past the Cowboys. I, I think the Cowboys win by ten at least. All right, we gonna see. I'm the only one taking the Raiders. We'll see how it, how it comes out. Last game of the night. It's a good one. Bills and Saints. 
Uh, I don't know if y'all saw any of that Saints game last week, but they look they look horrible against the Eagles. And uh, I think the Bills, this is a get-right game for the Bills. I think they get back on track with a big W in New Orleans. Uh, expecting a big game from Josh Allen, and I'm not just saying that because he's the quarterback of my money league. I need a big game from Josh Allen, but I'm also expecting it. So we're going to see how that goes. Who y'all taking in that game? Bills. Uh, yeah, I got to go Bills. Yeah, that's an easy pick. That's an easy pick. I don't care what the line is. Give me the line. Who got the line? <laughs> oh, I got the line. I got the line. Hold up. Give me, give me one second. Me. I keep the line on deck. The line for the Bills game is six. Oh, right. mm. Bills by six. I'm, I'm surprised that line is is lower than the Cowboys. Who, line. Are the are the Saints are the Saints going to start Taysom? No. No, they're not starting Taysom. It's horrible though, bro. Like, how does this guy? I mean, he. Simeon has eight touchdowns and two picks, so he's not he's not playing terribly, but he's not playing good. Yeah, all them touchdowns last week was in garbage time. Uh, they were all in garbage time. The game was out of reach, and he wanted to throw touch. Like you know, it's I'm, you talk about being a gamer. Simeon is not that. I don't look, know how they. Taysom Hill getting a lot of money to sit on the bench. That's what, I was, that's what I was thinking. They paid him a lot of money to not start. That yeah, that's a fact. I'll be. It, It'd be crazy if they just switched it up and plugged them in there, and that would make it a game. That and that you know, you know that would actually be smart as hell because like sure we not really preparing for that, and that's a whole nother look with Taysom Hill. That's a whole different type of quarterback. Maybe that's Sean Payton's master plan. You know, give Simeon a few games, and when everybody's expecting that vanilla offense with Simeon, throw the duels right <laughs> out there. Go to go to Taysom. I mean, the Bills are a finesse team. I feel like if you punch them in the mouth, uh, like like what what Taylor did, like I'm just run. Like, we're going to run the ball on y'all. And I think, you know, you put a big guy like Taysom back there, uh, who Ingram's back there, they don't really have a running game right now. So, I think it could work. Isn't that crazy how the flip just – the switch just flips, the script just flips? I mean, we, Bills used to be that hard-nosed football team, right? And now we call them a finesse ball club. It's just crazy. Yeah. And I would tend to agree with you, but it's just crazy how quickly things can change. That's one of the reasons I don't got no time for no rebuild, man. Things can change in the NFL with the snap of a finger. So uh, let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it pushing, man. It is Thanksgiving. Hey, hold up. Before we get to Thanksgiving, yo, something just came to my head, bro. I got to tell y'all something wild, man. Bro, why I, had a, why I had a dream about gas the other night, bro? It was crazy, man. So you, <laughs> I know this is random, man, but I had to get this out, man. So everybody knows that, uh, you know, gas, we, we cover live sporting events. We do all that type of stuff, right? If you, if you haven't plugged in with us for that, Stay tuned. We're going to be doing bigger and better things. We cover a lot of boxing, a lot of boxing matches. In fact, me and Rome, we just had a boxing match in D.C. What was that, about three weeks ago, Rome? Ronnie your B-Day? Yes, sir. We just did the uh, Battle of the Beltways a few weeks back. And uh, so I had a dream, man, that we uh, – <laughs> I had a dream that we was covering a boxing match, right? I think it was like me, Rome, maybe Scruff. We was at – we was ringside, right? And the boxing match wasn't that lit. And for some reason, I fell asleep during the boxing match, bro. I'm talking about I got my head on the table ringside, and I'm just knocked out, right? And we supposed to be announcing the fight or something, or like commentating during the fight. And everybody watching the feed of the boxing match trying to listen to us. And I'm knocked out on camera and everything. And everybody's seeing it, bro. And I picked up the – once I woke up, I picked up the, the gas Twitter page and they were just all coming from my neck, bro. I'm talking about like millions and millions of people like 
saying fuck gas. Who is this guy? Y'all got commentating fight. How you falling asleep during the fight? Like, bruh, I was so sick, bruh. I remember in the dream, you know, ever felt like a dream so real. I just felt so embarrassed in my head. I'm like, damn, how can I fall asleep doing my job? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, I, it, it was wild, bro. Yeah, that's that's crazy, right? Me, I fell asleep in a dream. That's like double. What if I had a dream? Inception Why I fell asleep in my dream? That's like some double. That's inception. That boy, that boy in the Matrix Four already. <laughs> hey, look, I'm, I'm in the metaverse, man. I'm ten years hey. in y'all, man. I'm in the metaverse. Hey. Having dreams inside a dream. A dream inside a dream. <laughs> The man, simulation is broken. It, 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 you know what? It, it just it also reminds uh, me to let the let the gas fam out there know to stay tuned for bigger and better things that we got covering the live sports. We'll even be covering our own boxing match that we're promoting, and that's coming. That's coming. So just wait on it. Just wait on it. But uh, let's keep it pushing, man. Thanksgiving talk. Some good old Thanksgiving talk, man. Let's start off with the age old debate. Who's Team Yams and who's Team Mac, man? What team Ooh. are you on, bro? You want Team Yams or you want Team Mac? Let's hear it. Oh, man, I can't pick. I can't pick one of them teams, man. I need. I need both. I need both, bro. I'm that man. That man. Touch them Yams, huh? Like, come on, man. You just that. That's like you like the. The ass or the breast? Like, what? What are you saying? Like, you I, again, need I need both. Again, <laughs> both. Like, what both. do you mean? Like, it's you a feast, right? It's a feast, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we feasted. If we feasted, I need them both. <laughs> All right, but what I'm saying is, if you had to pick one, bro, gun to your head, you either got to eat yams or you got to eat mac, bro. What, what you? What you say? No, let's say, let's say this, bro. Let's say you got a rare strain of COVID. But you oh only losing God. taste. You only losing taste for one of these two food options. You either losing taste for yams or you losing taste for mac. Which taste are you willing to lose, bro? I can't man. give up mac. I can't give up mac, man. It's, I'm with Rome, bro. It's the, it's the mac and cheese. The yams. I mean, it's, uh, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Rome. It got to be the mac with the cheese, baby. It's, yeah, I can't give it up, man. I can't give it up. And you know what? And I got, I gotta go with y'all. And to be honest, man, mac and cheese been my favorite food since I since since a child, man. But I don't know, bro. It's something about when them yams prepared right, bro. When them yams done right, because like yams one of the things I feel like eighty. I'd be willing to go with about ninety percent of the macs that I've had from people, not store macs or not restaurant macs. But 90% of the Macs that I've had that people have made for me have been good. But I'd be willing to say only about 70% of the yams. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be nice with the yams, bro. If she don't got that big old elbow, if she her elbow protrudes, <laughs> she's not nice with them yams, man. You feel me? Like, I don't know, bro. I need a big elbow making my yams. The yam on the elbow to make the yams. The yam on the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, the, the yams, I, first of all, I don't like the yams when they top with uh fifty hundred marshmallows. Like, nah, yeah, I, keep the marshmallows. Like, got my yams looking like s'mores. Like, chill, chill. <laughs> <laughs> they, nah, they really. Some people be OC. The whole top layer is a s'more. You know what I'm it saying? It really be like that, bro. 
People be thinking people when you say yams, they be thinking that the top layer is supposed to be white. I'm like, no. Yeah, like, nah, man, chill. Yeah, I, I like I like back. I like the yams in that form. I like the yams with the with the, no, the little you, on top. Ain't that wrong with you? Chilling a community with all that sugar. <laughs> we got to elevate. I heard, tea like, I heard tea like the yams with the raisins in them, though. I, ne- I never, I never had the yams with the raisins, but I, I at, the, you know at this point, I, I, yeah, yeah, I know who do that. <laughs> and, but I, I, at this point, I'm willing to try that over the marshmallows, man. Come on, man. You go, they go, they gonna make you some jalapeno mac and cheese next. See how you like that. Mm-hmm. All, sorts, all sorts of creations at the company, uh, the company picnic, man. Right, they can't chill. That's 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 been that problem. From, from I think on. I had some. Uh, <laughs> they some can't chill. Jalapeno cornbread at a at a job function once, bro. No, I'll tell you, that, it wasn't too one, bad though. The one that got me was a. Uh, I had the brownies with with pepper. Oh man! Hey, but you know you be at the cookhouse, Hazard. You don't count, man. You don't count if you be at the cookhouse. <laughs> man, Hazard don't go to no barbecues. He be at all the cookouts. Marshmallow yams be killing our community with high blood pressure. Wait, is my man T frozen, bro? I think I, T look like he's staring into a There <laughs> you go. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. My man was looking uh, like, yo, uh, I thought you was in the metaverse for a second. Nah, look, oh, 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 oh. This is how you know we in a simulation. In, in my reality, y'all froze. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking like, I said, nah, oh, how does the internet go out? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough choice when it comes down to the Mac versus the Yams, though, bro. All right. All right, let's keep it pushing. On. You gotta have the Mac with the yams. That's the thing. Though. Yeah, you they gotta, gotta have the Mac with the yams. They a tag team, bro. They a tag team. Yeah, they, they like, uh, they like uh, Gohan and, and Tekken. You know what Gohan and, <laughs> you know, no, Gohan and, and, and I mean, Gohan, Gohan and, and trucks. Yeah, trucks hit that joke, bro. That's yeah. the Mac right there, bro. Going super duper saying on you, bro. You gotta Facts. love it. Facts. Gohan and trucks right there, man. All right, keep it pushing. Let's get some more Thanksgiving talk, man. All right, question. Am I the only one? I don't know if y'all families do this, bro. But am I the only one that be at the uh, be at the Thanksgiving? My family does this thing where we all stand around the food and we pray together. But bro, I swear, I'd be feeling like the longest prayer of all time. But brother, just be wanting to eat, bro. And everybody <laughs> gotta say they piece of the prayer and what they thankful for. I'm like, bro, just keep it short. Keep it short. Let's keep it, the prayer short this Thanksgiving. How y'all feel about that? Am I tripping? I, I've, I've been a part of Thanksgivings that, that that had that circle and some that don't. And you're right. It, it do feel like they call you to the table, so you're ready to eat. And next thing you know, we we standing up, we holding hands, and you know, people sharing their experience. I, I'm thankful for for cousin Junior, you know, to be with us. He, he, Junior just got out of jail. Like it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. I feel you, like. So look, T, you you'll probably feel me on this, man. Like like we married, right? So we got other yeah. uh, families, our uh, two two sides, right? 
So right. I feel like if anybody on one of the sides of the family is watching this, don't take this the wrong way, man. Like oh, the I, family, I, for, I got a, I got a family year. that uh, I got a family that does the circle. I got a family that don't do the circle, man. I I thoroughly enjoy my Thanksgiving without the circle, bruh. Like the big <laughs> giant. First of all, my the family, my family too big. It's too many cousins. It's too many aunties. This is this is a gigantic circle, bruh. Like. Like this circle way too big. We can't even go through everybody, man. Like we all thankful for the same thing. Like, just let me eat. Just let me eat. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. And then, you know, I got the other side of the family. You know, we just get right to business. And I'm kind of like, damn, ain't nobody thankful for nothing, bro. <laughs> like, like, we already going in. Like, all right, like, you know. But you know, it is it is what it is, man. You just gotta, you just gotta enjoy it, man. It's the holidays, man. Nah, you gotta treat it like you know how you ever been to the funeral where you know, you get to stand up and, and speak your piece about the person that passed. Or you got to you got to hold it to like 20, 30 seconds. Like we don't need a whole, uh, you know, <laughs> need that wrap it up button. Yeah. Like right. if you hit the 50 second mark, like you, you tripping like you. By the time, you, by the time to pray over my food code. I'm like, right. Hey, like, well, you know, you know what happened? Everybody be trying to out pray the last prayer. They be like, "Oh, you took it there. I'm about to take it here." I'm like, bro, I want to take it over there to my seat and eat down. And, oh, prayer It'd be a whole battles. testimony. <laughs> they be trying three o you in the prayer. You know what I'm saying? Like, chill, chill. <laughs> nah, man, that's a fact, though, bro. The, the prayer rap battle would be the worst, bro. All right, so so we know we know Jay, you, you open your eye. <laughs> you look around see if anybody else looking at you yeah hey, you know your one cousin over there y'all both smirking y'all both just cracking up <laughs> under your breath hey. we all got the same experience man that's how i know this is all connected but uh all right so we know what we all going for first like we all we, we all said the mac and the yams like b said man that's that's yay and jay on otis right there <laughs> that's, that's, that's gohan and trunks man that's that's just niggas in paris like, Shaq and Kobe, man. But my question is to y'all now, what dish are y'all not touching? Everybody got that dish and they just look at it like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like every year that damn that 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 damn cranberry sauce that's still in the shape of the can that came out of just be Oh, 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 no, no, no. That's that's oh, you tripping. That's that's my preferred cranberry sauce. <laughs> what are you saying right now? Cranberry gelatin. Yes, yeah, cranberry. The joint with the, the joint with the little jiggle. It got a little shimmy when it come out. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I ain't, I ain't I never seen nobody I'll actually little, eat that. I'll take what? a little piece of it. Don't get me wrong. I will take a little piece of it, but it's one of them things that I ain't really trip. I'm Bruh. only taking a piece of it because it's Thanksgiving, bro. And I'm, when that and I'm piece of, the, of that of that that Jello cranberry <laughs> touch the mac in the in the in the in the, in the, in the yams, that your plate becomes divine. You know what I'm saying? It, it, <laughs> your plate has ascended. Y'all doing? Yeah, I don't know what y'all doing, man. I, Bro, that joint even be having the, the the little ridges, the little circle ridges of the can. Yeah. Like, how long is that shit getting in the can, <laughs> bruh? Bruh, I'm trying to tell you, that's like the Da Vinci Code, bruh. Like, when them joints hit, bruh, oh my goodness. your mind, like, like you, you somewhere else, they be like, where you get your wisdom? Try that. I just want everybody to know you a wild boy if you if you eating the cranberry sauce and it's not Thanksgiving, you want a different type of time. <laughs> if you eating that joint on a random Thursday, a random Wednesday, and hey, you want a different you, type of time. Do you, for real. do you eat do you eat cranberries? 
Nah, honestly, I've never seen a human eat a cranberry. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a crazy, <laughs> but you eat it in sauce form. Like this is crazy. Yeah, I've never seen a human eat. I, I'll drink cranberry juice. I've never seen it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How processed is that damn cranberry? How much high fructose corn syrup is in that damn cranberry sauce? That's all I want to know, man. I don't know, but bruh, that, that's the one I want. I don't want the one you made, you done smushed into a relish. Don't, don't give me cranberry <laughs> relish. All right. Like, that's really terrible, man. Cranberry relish. That's pretty Yay. Cool. It is cold. Everything else on the plate be warm. I'm trying to tell you that. My man said I'm going for seconds of the cranberry sauce. Extra cranberry sauce, please. Please, please. You a savage, but I ain't gonna lie. I'll, I'll take a little piece of it, man. I'll take nah, a little piece of it just to see a how whole I hockey it. puck. Get a whole puck. It's it's almost like I get a piece of it because like I feel like I forget how it tastes each year, so I'm like I gotta get a little bit of that, and then I, yeah. I bite it. And I never finish the whole thing because I instantly remember oh. like why 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 it's a, always a big ass chunk there left on the table. <laughs> Nobody's putting that on a to-go plate. <laughs> Nobody's putting cranberries on a to-go plate, bro. Nah, you can't. once it's warm, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get it. It's gotta be cold. Like I don't, I don't want it room temperature. Like I like, I like my little chill right, too. What's, what's 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 another uh, last seed, bottom seed uh, <laughs> of of uh, of the Thanksgiving uh, spread? Like for me, I I don't want no damn mashed potatoes. Like I was thinking I, that too. The mashed potatoes so regular, they so basic. That's that's what you once a week. The average family gonna have mashed potatoes, so you're not bringing no value to to the Thanksgiving feast. You you, yeah, stuff, I, you, I, you know what I'm saying? Like you got in free. They're, they're at the bottom of the list. They're yeah, the bottom, bro. Bottom you got in free before nine. You ain't buy no bottles to get in this club. You got in free before nine. The mashed potatoes don't belong here with the big boys. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like like you said though. It's a feast. It's a feast. So we are gonna let the mashed potatoes in. Like y'all could y'all could party, but y'all got chill though. Y'all got chill over there in the corner, and you gotta have some gravy with you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The mashed potatoes being a big bowl, uh, uh, that you now you gotta have a, a huge bowl of gravy. Like that was the problem at Astro World. Just too many people in the building. Like get <laughs> get the damn mashed potatoes out of there. Bro, come on, man. I can't I can't stand for this mashed potato slander, bro. The mashed potatoes be hit if done right, and you know what really makes the mashed potatoes. Let's be honest. It's the gravy. It's the gravy, yeah, bro. Gotta the gravy. gravy is right, bro. That's what that I'm saying. You got to have the gravy. Look, the mashed nah. potatoes is another way to deliver you the gravy. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool. Deliver me the gravy. Bruh. Every Everybody got a cool cousin. And, and those are the sweet potatoes. The regular potatoes <laughs> are, are the cousin that kind of awkward, you know, come home from college with a new personality. Like, that, they preaching. They, 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 they switch religions also. Get them potatoes out of here, bro. Man, when the, when the mashed potatoes or the red skin, they still got some of them red skins and the potatoes, bro. You know what's be hitting, bro? Y'all sleep. It got to be the right gravy, though. I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of the super light skin gravy. I need a, I need a, I need a little melanin <laughs> in my gravy. You know what that's I'm saying? The, like, that's the turkey gravy. You're supposed to get I that. Need, yeah, that's the turkey I need that gravy. melanated gravy, bro. I'm just saying, bro. There's something about it. Something about it. You hit a little. Nah. Bit. You got to right, get the. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now I'm just gonna keep it going, man. Some some more some more bottom of the barrel on the Thanksgiving spread. It's more out there, bro. It's just not getting tough. You know, it's always that one family member that bring that random dish that don't really belong on the Thanksgiving spread. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to try something new, so all of a sudden y'all got 
you know, a random casserole of a random vegetable on the table, and that joint is not getting touched. So there's always that dish. But uh, how are you feeling about stuffing, Max? I'm a stuffing fan. Oh, I'm big on stuffing. No, nah, it depends. Like, it, it got to be, like, is it the stuffing that was tur- that, 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 that was stuffed in the turkey? Is it is it stofas out the box? You know what I'm saying? Is it is it from scratch? It, it, it really depends for me. Yeah, I've you had some terrible, yo, at this work function once, bro. It was some homemade <laughs> stuffing, bro. It was the worst stuffing See? I've ever had in my life, bro. Like that. it was the first time I it was the first time I, I realized that, you know, like T was saying, like everybody's stuffing ain't the same, bro. Like, nah. Damn, like is it the stuff y'all could have stove, stove top this shit, bro? Like this is <laughs> terrible. So Some folks call it dressing. Some folks, yeah. yeah. Some folks call it dressing. They call it that dressing. I know what's going to hit. If, if, if Big Mama come over to and say, you want some dressing, baby? Oh, absolutely, I do. Please, dress me up. But if, it, if it's the stuffing, <laughs> I don't know. It, it can go either way, man. The I need the gravy good. on the stuffing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Next to the turkey. Because everybody can't cook a bird, man. Some birds be dry, ah, man. Yeah, some birds Let's be terrible. Be I, I don't even like turkey man. like that because some people can't cook them. Turkey is dry. The only, the yeah. only non-dry turkey I ever really had, bro. Everybody love to fake like they turkey not dry. And I done had people turkey say they don't still be bone dry. My, my smoke, turkey not dry. I smoke turkey. <laughs> I smoke I smoke my turkey, bro. All right, that's the that's the way. And then I say after that, a fried turkey is pretty good. Too. A fried turkey is good. If you just right. that bird in the oven and waiting for them little poppers to pop, that thing gonna be bone dry, man. Let me tell you why, man. Because the, the, the turkey be so big, man. They get the, the fattest bird they could buy, and you know it's not certain parts gonna cook faster than the others. When I smoke my turkey, I get that thing section. Go to the butcher, hey man. Separate the breast, separate the thigh, separate the legs. So I could pull that thing off the smoker at different times. That's the key right there. I don't people want to see the presentation of a, a huge bird. I get it, but once you taste the turkey, you forget all about that. Forget That's all about that. I point. just want the taste. I don't want the presentation. Yeah, I feel like at this point, turkey probably the thing that like <laughs> it might be the thing at the table. I'm touching the least. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything oh, like turkey might be like the one I'm like. I just get a little piece of it just to say I had it, you know what I mean? But like, it's really become the the bottom, maybe my bottom tier food at Thanksgiving, which is ironic because like the turkey literally represents Thanksgiving. But uh, I'm team ham out here, bro. It's ham for me on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I stay away from the swino, but uh, I feel you because back in the day, I cry. Yo, my mom, I was talking to my mother, man. She said she's waiting in a line for over like forty five minutes for a honey baked ham. Hey, that's I don't know about that story. That's honey, a crack, but. Honey baked ham, ham is different, bro. That honey baked ham bought a hundred dollars for ten pounds, though. Like they, yeah, bro, it's worth it. Bro. Prices for that honey baked ham, it's worth it, bro. It's worth it, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. It, look, I, your mom, I, I was, mom, mom knows what's good, bro. You know, my my brother just got a crib in, and you know he, he having the Thanksgiving, having the family over. I said I could bring the ham, so I I, I look. I said, man, I should I should just go ahead and get the honey baked. You know, you can't lose with the honey baked. I go online, that's $90. I, yeah. I, I, I never met his girlfriend family before. I, I, don't know if I, could, I don't know if I could commit $90 to it. <laughs> I, you know, I went right, I went to write the giant and grab one with the, you know, the glaze, and I, you know, I'm gonna do that thing with myself. That, with that red, with that red, uh, that, that red wrap around it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> in fact, no, in fact, in fact, 
you know what I'm saying? I grabbed mine uh was that yesterday? So the, you know, the red, the red wrap sold out. I had I had to get like a copper wrap. It, it's it's like a apple, it's spiced apple. I, I said they might they might not invite me back. <laughs> <laughs> Who bought this ham? <laughs> you looking around like <laughs> so I said, now nah, I'm gonna make my own, I'm gonna make my own glaze. I got a copycat recipe for the honey bake, so you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try at least yeah, the Walmart version. Bootleg, my man, the bootleg, the honey bake. You know, facts, but it's a way, it's a way, man. <laughs> Gotta do it. You know Gotta what I'm saying? It. Boogie baked, boogie baked, hey. Boogie baked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a good. I like this Thanksgiving talk, man. I will say Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and you know Christmas is cool. I like to give gifts more than I like to get them, so Christmas is cool. But Thanksgiving, man. I like to eat more than I like to cook. So Thanksgiving is, is my holiday, man. I just sit back. We got some great cooks in my family. I, I'd even go as far to call them chefs, man. We got some great chefs in my family. They be cooking it up. And I just sit back and I pig out. I ain't going to eat breakfast. I'm going to wake up. I ain't going to eat no breakfast, no lunch. Dinner's at 5 o'clock. I'm coming hungry. I'm coming hungry as hell. My, my little cousin always make fun of me. She be like, Bryce, what number plate you got? I'm like, yo, mind your business. <laughs> but uh i can't wait man yeah facts i mean i don't really care for the story and the, and the pilgrim talk and all that but you know what I'm saying it, it do be cool to, to see the relatives and, and things like that you know what I'm saying it, it, it was a time in my life where it was a little annoying like this this the time y'all want to ask me about my grades in college like over <laughs> like, while i'm eating the yams <laughs> we, we got to discuss gpas <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm a little older now, so it's much better. It's much much more casual. Yeah, man. Thanksgiving been my favorite holiday, man. Like like Bryce said, man, I, I love to eat, man. And, you know, I'm a big football fan, man. So it's it's become known as the day you, you either watching football or when you was younger, you was playing football. I don't know. Turkey Bowl. Y'all used to get a big pile of leaves. You know what I mean? All, all that, that that whole fall vibe is 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 in, ingrained in Thanksgiving. And uh, I'm excited, man. We didn't talk. We didn't talk Thanksgiving desserts, but uh, oh, y'all, y'all know. I don't know if y'all remember from last year. I'm a I'm a pumpkin pie guy myself. Oh, I know yeah, I took a little bro, heat. That, took bro. a little heat on the show for that. Oh, but uh, pumpkin pie. Team, team pumpkin pie out here. I can't, you know what's funny? I can't. I, I used to eat it when I was a kid. I don't really eat the sweet potato no more. Like it's too sweet for me. You know what I'm saying? It started to taste like you know they put marshmallows in it. So I, I it's too sweet. <laughs> hey, y'all ever had that? Y'all ever had that patty pie? Uh, nah, nah. You know, nah. I'm not a huge. I'm not, I'm not a pie guy. You know what I'm saying? That's not uh, the pie is an overrated dessert, bro. Blueberry, cherry, nah, like the pie. Pie, the pie is overrated. Pecan pie. pie. Apple pie, pie is good. apple pie is legit when it's warm next to some vanilla ice cream. You know, apple pie a la mode, but it ain't no... Y'all, y'all never ordered no pie. Y'all never went out in the real world and ordered pie. Uh. <laughs> a bean pie, even. Y'all ever ordered... At least I ordered a bean pie before. You know what I'm saying? Give me that newspaper and that bean pie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But the pie, even the bean pie was overrated. I should have known. I was never a fan of the bean pie, little ass bean pie. First of all, I'm, like, I'm good on the bean pie. They waste a good, good temp for you on them little ass pies. Nah, but the sweet potato pie be smacking, bro. Like, I can crush, 
I, I should be ashamed even even saying this. I can crush a whole sweet potato pie by myself. <laughs> That's how I am with the pumpkin pie, pie bro. That's how I am hey, with the pumpkin. Hey, B, let them know about that patty pie, B. That thing be hitting, bro. I'm trying to get them help, bro. That patty pie is something different, man. You think that thing homemade. I don't know what Patty did, but she put a foot in it. <laughs> man, I, I, look, I'm a cheesecake guy. You know what I'm saying? I, give me, give me, yeah. give me some. Give me some cheesecake. No cheesecake at Thanksgiving, though, bro. That's the Christmas joint, though. That's I, Christmas. I, I bring, I bring. Yeah, yeah, it is more Christmas. But I, I make the little mini cheesecakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? My mother-in-law gave me a recipe, and I, you know, I've been putting my spin on it ever since. Yeah, the brownie cheesecake. cheesecake. The brownie cheesecake. That's brownie what I need. cheesecake. Go ahead. Hey. hey man. Either way, man, I'm gonna be about five pounds heavier come come Black Friday. Facts, bro. Y'all got. I'm, I'm hungry as hell after this damn talk. <laughs> I had a weak dinner tonight, so man, this Thanksgiving talk got me fiending for Thursday. I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped. I think this is a good spot to end the show, though, fellas, man. On the Thanksgiving talk, hell of an episode tonight. A lot of laughs, man. A lot of laughs. For everybody that's a new a new viewer or listener, and I don't know how you're consuming the content tonight, but uh, we appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, as always, this is your panel, Gas Sports for the Culture, each and every Tuesday night, promptly at 9.30 p.m., but, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like 9.40, you know, you know, sometimes we be a little late, but don't judge the fellas. But, uh, hey, if you want to get more of the Gas content, you should download the Gas Sports for the Culture app. <laughs> Just go to your app store and type in Gas Sports Network. If you like the merch, like this hat I got on, support the gang, man. Go to the website, goodassports.com. Copy a hat, copy a tee under the shop section. We also got wristbands. We got masks, you know what I'm saying? You can stay COVID-free during your Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, make sure y'all make sure y'all cherish this time with your families because, you know, this time last year, we a lot of people didn't get this opportunity, right? I mean, a lot of people were still... Uh, you know, staying in, being cautious uh, because of the pandemic. So uh, it's, just, it's just exciting that now we all get to, you know, eat and enjoy enjoy that family time that we missed uh, so much over these last couple of years. So, uh, hey, once again, fellas, it's been a pleasure as always. And y'all know how we close every show, man. Sports for the culture. Sports, sports, sports for the culture. For the culture.